Hey guys, hope everybody is doing as good as they possibly can at the moment. Um, yeah, apologies for lack of podcasts. I'm sure as you guys all know, the world and life and everything's a little bit, um, I think uncertain would be like a good word um, at the moment to kind of use to sum up um, things that are going on with me and and I'm sure things that are going on with other people. Um, I'm I'm probably not as bad off as some people, um, but you know, each to their own. And you know, my my life and my life evolves around racing and training and running and the Olympics. And you know, right now they're very much up in the air. So. Um, it definitely doesn't mean they're never going to exist again. I think the uncertainty. One thing that I think hit home today pretty deep, and I'm, I'm always pretty deep, aren't I? Like in philosophical about things that I might say or think or um, et cetera, et cetera. And one thing I sort of said today, and I think it hit the nail in the coffin. What a lovely car. Two very lovely cars, a Bentley. And one of those Mercedes, almost like Land Rover Jeeps. Fucking class. Um, anyway, Neil in the coffin today was, there's a lot of uncertainty that comes with running. You know, you train your ass off. You really mentally, physically, everything, make a lot of sacrifices, dedicate your life, piss people off, invest money, time. I've already said that. Anyway. Sometimes true success comes at a lot of sacrifice. And the uncertainty in running is that you can do all of the above. And there's no, you're not given a result. You still have to go do it. There's still a high likelihood that it actually might go, you know, you might be in the shape of your life and you might run the worst race you've ever ran, you know, slower than what you've done maybe in the past. And often that comes down to pacing. And, you know, so sometimes you race after a goal that you've never achieved before a sub three hour marathon and your current pb is three hours and eight minutes um and because you ran the first half of the race at sub three you got so tired at 20 miles you ended up running 310 and you're beating yourself up and you're but i was quicker before and of course that day if you had paced yourself for a 305 you probably could have achieved that and you wouldn't have blown up, et cetera, et cetera. But that's just sometimes the way it goes. So I, I, I think that I'm going to come back to it. The nail in the coffin for me was running is already a fucking dogfight because there's that realization that, you know, it's not given. There's no, there's nothing certain about it. If you do everything you can, it gives you a chance of being successful and it gives you a chance, sometimes a small chance of achieving your race goals. And fuck me, at the minute, what we're dealing with is not only that chance of being successful, but also a fucking very high chance that the race won't even exist. Um, and so all of a sudden, a sport that was already pretty uncertain and, you know, you weren't guaranteed a PB or anything like this. All of a sudden, we're not even guaranteed an opportunity to try and go ahead and achieve that that PB and that goal or, or you know, have that chance to, to show up and the gun to go and, and you to get your your sort of opportunity to go and, and try to achieve what you know you can believe. Um, so it's absolutely crazy. Um, 
I'm I'm really proud of myself. Like I'm proud of where I'm I'm not I'm not an angel and I'm not a saint and I'm not I might tweet certain things and I might Instagram certain things and, and I mean it and when I say it, sometimes I'm afraid to tweet it, sometimes I'm afraid to Instagram it and you know, I've talked about this before. It's often the picture that you post on Instagram where you think you looked a bit silly that people end up loving and you say, I hate that picture and everybody else adores it because maybe you were showing a character that people loved about you or maybe you were showing the dimples that you don't like but everybody else loves or blah, 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 you know. So I think of these things and I'm sitting there and I'm going over it in my head and I'm thinking about it and, and, and sometimes I'm afraid and then I post it. But it doesn't mean I don't also have weaknesses and that I don't, I don't struggle too. Like there was a night in Flagstaff where I just, I just broke out the bottle of Jemisins and just, just fucking got hammered. Just sat there drinking the Jemisins. Must have drunk nearly a litre of, of Jemisins and, um, oh, heavily, heavily regretted it the next morning. Um, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not Mr. Positive all the time about this situation. I don't hold myself together all the time. You know, it's a Wednesday and I went to, I did a session last night on the track. Absolutely loved it. Pissing down rain, I just decided to do a session I knew I would love, I knew I would enjoy. I made sure the splits weren't going to kill me. I made sure the splits were achievable and I knew I would enjoy the session, etc., etc. Um, but then I came home and, and it was St. Patrick's Day and, and, you know, my buddy was like, hey, you want to, you want to, you know, get, have a glass of wine with me? And I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And, and can I just say, like, my friends are the fucking best friends ever. And I tell you guys a lot about my friends. And, you know, I've just came home and my buddy has, he's sleeping in the living room on a air mattress and I'm in his bedroom on his bed. You know, that that speaks volumes and that's why I hope you guys will realize and understand why I keep my friends close to me and like because my friends are just fucking brilliant and they would all do that for me and I would do the exact same for them you know and that's and that's really rare and that's why you know I come home that's why I book trips home and but you know he said to me do you want to have some wine and I'm not a massive red wine drinker, um, but I, I'm starting to fear that I'm going to become one. Um, and I'll tell you another joke in a minute. Um, actually, I'll tell you that one right now. My the 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 um, one of the colleagues for Total Sports, Natalia, was just texting me, um, and she was saying this is the perfect time for runners to you know run or people to take up running, and and I joked that or become an alcoholic. And that's a terrible joke because I don't encourage that at all. And I, I say that very lightly because I understand people might live in a household where, you know, issues with that have arisen in the past and stuff. And so I, I am joking about that. That's a joke. Um, but on my, I need to be very careful that I don't get um, too familiar with these bottles of red wine. So we got two bottles of red wine, a couple of bags of crisps. And we just sat and enjoyed ourselves. And I must have stayed awake there about 2.30 in the morning um, with Lee um, downstairs. He was doing a bit of work on his laptop. I was watching a movie. Um, and we were both obviously drinking the red wine and eating some crisps. And um, it was really, really enjoyable. Really, really enjoyable. Um, and then today I haven't ran yet because I just, yeah, I'm really struggling some days. Some days with the motivation and... Um, my sleep clock's a bit all over the place because of America, so that's why, you know, staying up to like half two wasn't actually that big a deal because, you know, not three days ago, 
half two was probably like six o'clock in the afternoon for me in Flagstaff. Um, but yeah, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of things going on. Now, I just spoke to Athletics Ireland on the phone. Um, I, I have a good relationship with Athletics Ireland and like, I think they trust me at this point, you know, like they're not calling me up to like, you know, you're not going to get lectured at this point when you're my age about like, you know, let's say like not running today or, and I'm actually going to run tonight. I'm going to go meet, um, Noel, my buddy tonight at seven o'clock for a run and we'll, we'll probably do 10k or, um, I might actually do a bit longer. I'll just add on a bit either on the front end or the back end, um, and maybe make it 10 mile. Um, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm a responsible adult now and, and I told Athletics Ireland, you know, I was telling uh, Matt who called me that, you know, this week I just wanted to take this week for me, just for myself, like so much has happened and, um, you know, races have been cancelled, you've, you've, you've done two long haul flights in the space of two weeks to America, home from America, your body's been up the altitude, down from altitude, um, I just needed a week to myself where training wasn't structured, training wasn't planned, I just, I, I ran to the track, and whatever I felt like doing at the track, I did at the track, um, and fuck, I had to do it in full tights, because the changing rooms were closed, and I was drenched, I mean drenched, and at one point I had full tights on, which were drenched, no shirt on, because my t-shirt was soaked through, and I probably looked like a right wally, um, but I stuck it out, you know, I, I, I got a decent sort of wee session done, was happy with how it went um and yeah it's been it's been a nice few days to be home but i know at some point um like everybody working from home is going to be feeling similar you've still got to be professional you've still got to get work done you've still got to go about your business you need to find a way to make home like work you know you can't have the excuse every day of oh i can't work from home or you know i can't be thinking oh i don't have a race to motivate me so you know i can't train like you know, I, I said on Instagram, you know, create a motherfucker that can. Create, you know, if, if you personally right now can't cope with everything that's happening, figure out a way to cope. Figure out the things you might need to work on. Figure if you need to change something, change it. If you need a work desk at home, source a work desk at home. If you need a better laptop at home, borrow one. Ask for one. Buy one. Rent one. You know, this is where we have to be adaptable and this is where you have to make it work. If I, if I go, if I go any more than a week out of structure and out of routine and drinking bottles of wine and eating crisps and staying awake all night, you know, I start to hit a place in my mind. Either one or two things will happen. I'll either enjoy it so much that I'll decide this is the life for me and I'll go about three months of that and then I'll decide that's not the life for me because I've done that before. I've been down that path before. I've seen where that path leads. Um, and so usually I, I snap out of it right and quick and I, I put myself, I, I, I explain myself as I operate in lines, right? And your line is either parallel, which is just straight across and you're just staying neutral. You're staying the same. You're doing the same training, the same lifestyle, the same stuff, right? Or, your line is going, I think it might be perpendicular, I, I, I don't know, uh, or linear, I don't know. Your line is either going diagonally up or diagonally down. And I, I do a good job of protecting myself from, it's okay for a week to be going diagonally down, even at a fast rate. There's not, you can do damage in a week, but come on, there's not too much damage that you can do in a week. 
that you can't fix, right? So if your line is either going up, down, or staying the same, this week, the reason I went to the track was to try to keep it staying still. I, there was a lot of fucking good training went in before Boston there. Um, a lot of good training. Um, and, and I wouldn't want to waste it all. I wouldn't want to lose it. Um, so the reason I went to the track and the reason I'll go run later tonight is because, you know, I know my lifestyle might suffer a little bit, but I don't also want everything else to suffer, my training, um, et cetera, et cetera. So I think you can keep things going in a, in a straight line or maybe even slow down the downhill line. Um, but over the next six weeks, it's, it's just going to be a case of, you know, there's going to be no races. Um, we're, there's uncertainty around the Olympics, et cetera, et cetera. So over this next week, it's just going to be a case of protecting. I see it as protecting the asset, protecting myself, um, try to keep things going in a good direction. Um, not doing too much, not doing too little, just keeping everything, um, in a, in a, in as, in as healthy and as good a place as I possibly can. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm going to crack on with the podcast now. So, yeah, I'm just going home to get some running clothes on, um, and then I'm going to go get this little um, bit of a run done. Um, I think from an advice perspective, um, you know, one of the things I said in the Instagram was that, and this is going to happen, and it's been happening to me, it's it's almost going to be a day-to-day, it's going to be a daily fight with your motivation and your focus and stuff like that. You know, you're going to, certain parts of the day you might be really motivated, other parts of the day you might not be. Um, I think getting the running shoes on and, and getting it done is important. And I could have done that this afternoon and I probably should have done it this afternoon, but I knew that I could meet a guy tonight and um, all I had to be careful was that as the day went on, I didn't think of more fucking excuses not to go do the run. Um, but like, don't be hard on yourself. Like, don't be, don't be expecting like yourself to be super motivated all the fucking time, whether it's about work, whether it's about um, having to look after your kids because school isn't happening at home, etc., etc. So don't be like, don't be being mad at yourself about that, but also willing to just push through even if the motivation isn't there. Um, I think that's one thing that we're all going to have to work on is um, doing things that we necessarily don't want to do, don't feel comfortable doing, but we're just doing it because we know it needs to get done. And that might be, that could last for the next month, that could last for the next four months, six months. It's very, very unprecedented. It's a, it's a time that, you know, it's never existed before. We've never gone through coronavirus before. Um, I'm, you know, looking for a better living situation. Um, not because there's anything wrong with the living situation I'm in. It's amazing that my mates, you know, looked out for me and I, I love that. But I also have to be wary of the fact I don't want every night to have to, you know, say no to maybe having a glass of wine with my mate or a bottle, which will always end up happening, um, and sitting watching movies to one o'clock at night because there's still an Olympics. Um, and so when I say, you know, nicer living situation, I'm just thinking more practical for getting back to as close to full training that is necessary at the moment in time. Um, and, and, you know, that is important. So it's all a bit all over the place. You know, two weeks ago, I flew to America to get ready for New York half and then Boston marathon. And, and here we are 
you know, back in my beautiful Belfast, which I fucking love, excuse my language, but I love being back in Belfast, but it's just under different circumstances than potentially before, and it just feels a bit different, and it feels a bit sad because there's a lot of things happening out there that is way worse than Boston, you know, New York, or... Um, you know, schools being closed and, and you know, poor parents and, and then also just kids who are, you know, going to struggle a bit with education and things like this. There's university students who are going to be struggling because universities are closing and do they keep doing dissertations? Do they keep doing exams? You know, et cetera, et cetera. There's, there's a lot going on. But then taking a step back from coronavirus, there's a lot of fucking shitty stuff going on in life every single day. You know, I, I don't know why this came to me. But when I was sitting feeling, and I wasn't feeling sorry for myself, I was just dealing with the fact that those races didn't exist anymore. Um, and I was drinking my Jemisons, and I, oh, fuck, of course, once I start to get a wee bit drunk, Mr. Emotional comes out. And, and I just sort of almost, like, was a bit annoyed at myself because I said, well, you know, while I'm worried about not being able to race two of the biggest, arguably biggest races in the world that were not only inviting me to come and race in them, but, you know, paying me to be at those races racing. Um, while I'm feeling sorry for myself about that and bathing in pity with the bottle of Jemisons, you know, there is there is kids out there who, you know, are, are they going to get adopted in the next six months here because of, you know, coronavirus? Um, there, there's kids out there thinking about suicide and sadness and, and there's people dying of suicide. There's there's parents dealing with the fact that their kid committed suicide, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's a lot going on out there on a daily basis that is not linked to Corona, where people have. I I often think of a very sad situation, and and it helps me put my own situations in perspective. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but anytime I'm sort of being sad or. You know, I'm, 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 I'm trying to be mopey. And, and sometimes you need to be sad. Sometimes you need to be mopey. But one of the things I always think about is often like, uh, you know, imagine being a, an old man, a, a 65, 70-year-old man, and you've, you've loved someone for your whole life, your wife and your kids. And, um, you know, I always think of the example of the notebook and, you know, your wife maybe, you know, can't remember you. And, and how, like, to me that's real sadness. Like, this is someone you've spent... I don't know, 40 years, 50 years of your life with and you're sitting at her bedside table reading her a story so that maybe she'll remember you for 10 seconds and actually the reality is that probably doesn't happen um, and, and you're stuck looking and caring for a person that never has never known you to have ever existed um, and that's a fucking sad situation. So we can always keep things in perspective and if that means, you know, you have to work from home and you have to look after your kids because they're off school or, you know, you have to help your kids with homeworks and, and there's just more or, you know, you're not able to do the race that you wanted to do or you're not able to go socialize or you can't go to your formal or, you know, fuck, come on, guys. Like, we, we're built to deal with shit like this. And I think the way to deal with it is imagine your situation being far worse and you would be fucking delighted to have the current situation that you're in. Right. So imagine being, you know, imagine having to live in that old man's shoes for six months and, and go and care for a person that doesn't know that you existed. And you can remember how that person smells, how dancing with that person feels, how living with that person felt, how sharing memories with that person felt. So if you can imagine that and you can get to that place, 
thinking about your own situation and your marathon being postponed or having to work from home or, you know, maybe you've been laid off and I haven't been laid off. So I'm not going to start trying to say that that situation is okay. But if Under Armour decided to let me go tomorrow, I would fucking deal with it head on. You know, I figure it out. And yes, I don't have kids. And yes, maybe that's where I'm lucky. And, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like shitting myself because I've no one to, but I, I do have bills. I do have things going on, and, but I know that I would deal with it. I know that I would adapt to the situation. I know that I would figure it out. I've done it before with the web work. You know, I taught myself, I learned, and then I went and I did. Um, that's what we have to do. And we have to motivate the people around us. Um, because I can tell you that we'll, what will fucking definitely not help is and it's not being negative about this, right? Because you're allowed to be negative about it. You're allowed to be pissed off. You're allowed to shout. You're allowed to complain. You know, in a, in a in a safe environment, in a place where people are going to listen and people are going to care for you, it's okay to do that. But giving up or you know choosing to not fight back is not the answer, you know. And and I like every day I hear about people being laid off, you know, in the air industry and in the pub industry, et cetera, et cetera. And it, it fucking hurts, you know, like it hurts even to hear just the people are having to deal with that right now. But the best way to deal with it is in a positive way, you know, as soon as you possibly can and, you know, figure out, boom, this is how I'm going to deal with this, you know, um, and this is how we're going to make this work. And if you're a husband, wife, son, daughter to somebody that is in that position right now, all you can do is be supportive um, and understanding and, and, you know, helpful. Um, and, you know, not always thinking about yourself, thinking about the situation, thinking about the best thing you could do for that person to help that person in that situation. Um, and that's that's all we can do. You know, we, we can just do, like, what we can. Um, and, and it is. It is really tough and it is really shitty. And, um, you know, fuck me. I have no position to complain or be sad or be confused or be concerned whatsoever like i i am so lucky um and and i i refrain from saying lucky because i have worked really really hard but also in relative terms there is a lot um yeah i don't know i i don't think much of the word luck um but i am fortunate that's probably a word that i would say i'm fortunate to have you know, very little worries right now, and at the moment, Under Armour still exists, and it's still paying, and I'm not laid off, and, you know, if the worst thing is that I don't get to go to the Olympics this year, which would be, you know, would be sad, but, like, I'm not going to be fucking heartbroken, I'm not going to be, like, depressed, I'm not going to be, like, sorry that I tried as hard as I fucking could to qualify for an event, I did that for me, I did all those days that I was out there working hard, was me working on me, me working to get better, me working on my mental health, etc., etc., you know, yes, the Olympics was amazing and it was going to be a byproduct of all of that. But you're doing a lot of that for you. A lot of that's for you. So I'm not going to let it, you know, fuck up my life or fuck up my future. Um, will I be sad? Absolutely. Will I be gutted that I don't get to go compete at the Olympics and represent my country? Absolutely. But it's not It's not the end of me. It's not going to break me down. It's not going to, you know, I'll find something else to work for. I'll find something else to aim for. If I was told, you know, next week that racing and running will never exist again, well, we would just have to cope with that, you know, and that's life is about overcoming the shit that is fucking dropped in front of you. And you just have to overcome it. You just have to figure out a fucking way to either keep moving forward or give up. It's, it's one or the other, you know, keep moving forward, put things back into your control or give up. That's it. Um, and, and I don't always keep moving forward straight away. 
but I'm doing a far, far better job at keeping moving forward at some point. I don't always do it instantly, but I do get there. I get there in the end. Guys, I love you. I hope you're doing well. I hope you stay safe. I hope you find something valuable that I said today. I'm sorry for situations that aren't good right now, um, but fucking hang tough. And, you know, keep keep focusing on you. Keep focusing on your family. Get out there. Do a little bit of running. Don't be hard on yourself. Do sessions you enjoy. And just smile. That's, that's a good thing to do is just smile and be happy.